You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum. I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by, go on their Facebook page. Thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is Catherine Gagnon, the music director of the Warwick Symphony. We've invited her here to learn about her organization, some of their upcoming benefit shows, and what they're doing in the city of Warwick, uh, and talk a little bit about her orchestra and all the members. Thank you for supporting our podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Scott. Uh, Catherine, tell us a little bit about yourself, personally. Myself? Oh, so I am... um, I am... uh a native to the state of Massachusetts. Uh, I came to Rhode Island initially to attend URI back in the late, in the mid nineties, I guess. Um, graduated uh, with two degrees, a, ma- a bachelor and masters of music. Um, I have done some teaching uh, over the last 20 years um, in a variety of settings, public, private, independent schools and such. Um, currently, however, uh, I work for a, um, a contingent staffing company, actually, um, in business operations. And my artistic outlet is the Warwick Symphony. Right. And while you're working for that company, you've got music playing in the background, thinking about everything you're going to do when you're part-time. Always. I work from <laughs> home, so it's very convenient for research. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So how long has the Warwick Symphony been in business? Actually, it began in 1966. Uh, the Warwick Civic Orchestra at that time was established by George Lowe. Uh, he was the head of the music department in the Warwick Public Schools. And uh, there was an effort to establish some extracurricular and um, you know, evening and weekend programming uh, for the students in the schools as well as recent graduates. And so the organization began as mainly an ensemble for students of music who had, you know, come to a, a very high level of accomplishment and wanted to continue performing and their musical studies after graduation. Um, so that was 1966. Uh, by the 1980s, the organization had morphed considerably, um, drawing folks in from all over Rhode Island and parts of southeastern Massachusetts. Um, at that point, it diversified, split off from the affiliation with the Warwick Public Schools, became a nonprofit organization. Um, And really, the organization has continued to develop since that time. Um, We're a pretty thriving group of over 60 players. And yeah, the folks come from from a lot of different, um, you know, backgrounds. So uh, some players that would play 
pretty much full time and then others that are, have a nine to five job like yourself and then play in the orchestra? The vast majority have nine to five jobs, wow, actually. Yeah. Great. Um, music is, is a secondary, you know, vocation or avocation. Um, some of the folks in the orchestra are, you know, musicians by trade, teach music in the communities. Um, and this is a performing option for them. Um, some folks have been retired music professionals, uh, retired educators, but the vast majority are, you know, folks who simply studied throughout those, those early years through high school, through college, and still have a passion for playing and making music and, and want to do that with others. Okay. And you mentioned your nonprofit. So how are you basically funded? Do you have grants or other revenue streams? We have a variety of, of uh, sources of revenue. Um, the majority are ticket sales. So um, for the full orchestra performances throughout the year, we do charge a modest admission to those performances. Additionally, we hold an annual fund drive to collect donations. We do a very large push around the 401 Gives campaign on sure. April 1st of each year. Okay. Um, throughout the year, we do collect donations otherwise via our website. Uh, we sell merchandise you know, for the holidays and, nice. and other occasions, um, all bearing the WSO logos. Um, and yes, grants are, are a very, very important and critical part of our, our budget each year, um, the vast majority of which uh, go to fund specific programs that are sort of outside the regular scope of our performances, but are the extras that we can offer both our membership and the community throughout the year. Okay. Is there anyone uh, special for grants that you'd like to thank and, and acknowledge their their beautiful partnership? Yeah, absolutely. So um, year to year, we have received uh, support from the Rhode Island State Council on the Arts, um, and they have been very critical um, in supporting um, all of the extras. Uh, last year, they helped us to launch our A Little Live Music uh, series, which as it was our pilot year, we brought exclusively into the senior residential communities. Um, and that was really, really important because as we got started again back in 2021, following the pandemic's height, mm -hmm. uh, we noticed that, you know, many of the elderly in our community are just not really comfortable coming back yet to live performances. And so we figured, hey, what better way to, to do this than to bring the music to them? Um, so this coming year, they have have renewed their commitment to support that program, and we've been able to expand it slightly. And um, it's it's been really critical um, for our operations. Oh, I love that. That's that's really nice that you're where people want you to be if they can't come to see you. And you mentioned the website with this merchandise and a lot more information about you. What is the website? It is wsori.org. I like that. We'll put that in the show notes for people that are looking at this. Thank you. When you talk about a symphony, um, my mind goes all spectrums of a few pieces or a supporting a singer or you know, a humongous band behind someone. So give us an idea of typically what people would see from your organization. The majority of the time, the orchestra performs on its own, um, not necessarily with featured soloists. Um, the reason for that is mainly budgetary. Sure. Um, because, you know, the, the more, you know, folks that you bring in from the outside, the, the, the higher the budget is going to, to rise. Um, but the orchestra, at, like I mentioned, is, is over 60 members this season. So, um, you know, we perform a variety of, of 
types of music, of styles of music. Um, but, you know, we function as a pretty traditional orchestra with our string section, wind and brass section, and then percussion. Um, on occasion, we're fortunate enough to have a, a harpist join us. Oh, wow. And from time to time, when we have music for uh, piano or rhythm section, like guitars and basses, uh, electronic, that is, um, we will, you know, bring in some extra folks who can help us with that. So seeing a performance in, say, February is very possibly, taking a look at the website, could be a completely different performance that you may do in the summer or fall. Absolutely. So our year is is pretty much broken out that we perform in the late fall, early winter, a couple of performances. They're, they're the same program in various parts of the state because we're a touring orchestra. Okay. Um, we don't stay in the same location ever. And we just kind of move from place to place. Then in um, May and June, we will do a similar type of thing. Uh, we have one major ticketed performance at the GAM Theater each June, and then we will bring a portion of that program that is more pops-oriented to different communities across the state. We've played at the Gatsby Days, um, fireworks, celebration. Uh, we're playing, for instance, down at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Um, and so the full orchestra will be featured um, in more of a pops program at that point. Okay. And those are big events. That, that's no slouch to get into those. They are big events. And, yeah, and you know, the city of Warwick has been wildly supportive of our involvement in Gatsby Days. And we've been thrilled to, to be with them. I think we're going on maybe our eighth or tenth year this year. Wow. Fantastic. Congratulations. And I know some of the viewers will want to know, what instruments do you play personally? Personally, uh, well, I started as a pianist as a little girl, um, but in, through middle and high school, I actually studied the French horn. And so in college, my primary instrument was French horn, although I've dabbled in trumpet as well, and I've continued to play piano. Um, because my degrees are in music education, however, um, I needed to learn pretty much every, every wind brass string instrument in order <laughs> to adequately prepare the future. Um, and so, you know, I would say that I can play most of those instruments up to a solid grade eight level. Okay. And it's much easier to bring the trumpet or a wind instrument around than a French horn and a piano. It can be, for <laughs> sure. So what is the average tenure of your players? That's tricky. Um, you know, since I came on board back in 2011, um, we have seen... Um, a little bit of, of shifting of the membership and, and who wishes to be involved. We are attracting more um, professional uh, folks who are kind of still in the, the peak of their career years, folks with, with families and small children. Um, for the most part, I would say, you know, folks are with us for at least four or five seasons. And wow. then sometimes we see some attrition. Yet, we have some members who have been with the orchestra since the very beginning in 1966. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. And several since at least the 80s. Okay. Yeah. So some of those folks will be showing up. I understand there's a production that's going to be happening at the Warwick Public Library. Yes. So we are bringing our grant-funded A Little Live Music um, program. It is an outreach chamber series in an effort to build some new communities. This will involve smaller ensembles of our membership. So instead of the full orchestra, we'll hear from smaller string ensembles. Uh, by that, you know, up to about 16 members, or as small as string trios or quartets, brass ensembles, mixed groups. My oboe section is threatening to to create an ensemble of their <laughs> own, a breakout oboe trio. Wow, nice. 
And what dates will you be at the Walk Public Library? We are going to be here for the first time on um, February 12th, and that will be a performance of the String Ensemble. Uh, we will be back at the library on Sunday, April 23rd, as well as Tuesday, June 13th. And those two programs will be some of the more mixed ensembles, the smaller groups ranging from three to potentially eight players um, of all different instruments. And there's oboe people out there right now saying, well, you forgot us, you forgot us. <laughs> well, that oboe trio, I can't wait to hear them. They're, they're great. Great. And tell us, what does the future look like for the Warwick Symphony? I mean, you've been at the helm for 10, 11 years. Mm -hmm. where, do, where are we four or five years from now? Oh, in, in a perfect world with you know, restrictions on money, but trying to make ends meet as you do. Sure. I would, I would love to see the organization move to actually more frequent full orchestra performances, potentially uh, targeting uh, fall uh, as well as December of each year. Um, we did do that on occasion uh, pre-COVID, uh, and it really depends somewhat on availability of the players and our ability to you know, get going nice and early uh, with rehearsals each year because we do break over the summer months, so we actually only start again in September. Um, and then potentially, you know, expanding the A Little Live Music initiative even farther. Um, I would really love to see it uh, potentially um, also include folks from the greater community who might not be normal, regular symphony members, but folks that do want to have a chamber music um, opportunity. Um, it's different. And some folks don't actually enjoy the large ensemble experience, but really do enjoy, you know, the idea of playing with two or three or four other folks. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. And Catherine, uh, you also mentioned that you take donations on the website if somebody wanted to give some money for the holiday season that just passed or uh, keep you in mind for 401 Gives? Absolutely. So um, WSORI.org, there is a tab at the top of the, the website to support the organization. And, um, you know, support can come in many different forms. So direct donations are great. We also accept in-kind donations. So sometimes we'll be approached by folks who wish to donate a percussion instrument that they perhaps owned and don't need anymore. Um, things of that nature. Uh, but also we are always open to businesses coming on board in support of our programming and we do have an entire program for business sponsorship um, as well as um, the opportunity for folks to get involved in committees and the board of directors. Great. Well, we look forward to you coming to the library, coming back to the library to play for us and we're big fans. Thank you to Catherine Gagner for spending some time with our audience today and sharing some insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick, and for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Come visit with Catherine and the String Orchestra, and we'll see if those oboe guys can make it in. We're really excited for that as well, and see all we have to offer. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in in closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time. Mm -hmm.
You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.